You know, when you're a student, um, and honestly, probably even when you're an employee too of places, when you're living life, uh, there are many days throughout the year you look forward to the most. Uh, a lot of people will say, you know what, I really like Washington. I really like Lincoln. I like President's Day. I like those birthdays of iconic people. I like him. Okay, thank you. I get a day off from that one. Yes, congratulations, you get a day off, but you get a day off for a reason, right? Because we want to think back and we want to remember the good that these individuals did because they are heroes in American history that gave us so much or what we think gave us so much in that one. Right or wrong, the point is that these are heroes that we idolize and we want to reflect on it. Have you ever wondered why you don't get Christmas Attic's Day off? No? You haven't even heard about that? Okay, well, hmm, interesting on that one. Uh, maybe we should have that every March 5th, Christmas Attic's Day. I don't know. Why don't you take a listen, though, and figure out why we don't have other holidays, national holidays to remember American patriots. All right, let's do this. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about what is happening to today, in today's world, especially in the United States, and no offense, probably around most of Western Europe as well, you're seeing this very big movement to rectify our racist past in that one, right? Um, evidence came, well, support came out a couple days ago uh, inside the California Rotunda, they're actually going to remove the statue of Christopher Columbus there, which is something that's been tried before, but ultimately it is going to take place this time. We've also seen Christopher Columbus statues being removed all around America, being pulled down, removed, uh, Confederate history being totally wiped out, right, because of its link to slavery and very much a racist epitome, if you will, in that one. So then if you think about it, there's really no better time than now to make sure when we're going back and looking at the history of America that we are accurately depicting it the way it happened and we're giving its due diligence, its due course to those individuals that really did make an effort or at least for us to highlight that, you know what, we were still a very diverse society back then and here's why in that one. Okay, so today we're just going to talk briefly about, and there are many other individuals that you could talk about, but we're going to talk about the famous Christmas addicts and just why it's important and why it's significant. Why I'm saying now, though, I think this is the time for it is, if you don't know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, uh, you're crazy, whatever, uh, NBA legend, It. that's all I can say. You don't know that, Google it. Cream's massive. Uh, Cream's a brilliant gentleman as well, too. And he is now the executive producer of a History Channel series called Black Patriots, Heroes of the Revolution. Uh, the YouTube link's on there. You can go ahead and look at that, too. But it's really, really cool in that it is giving... We're looking at the front lines of the Revolutionary War for U.S. independence, but we're looking at it trying to show the Black Patriots that were involved in it, right? Um so we're going to look at Christmas Addicts real quick, okay? So if I give you a background story on Christmas, um, Christmas was born, I think, around 1723 in Framingham, Massachusetts Bay. Uh, he did die March 5th, 1770. Uh, we think age was 47 in Boston. If you don't know what happened on March 5th, 1770, you're clearly crazy. Okay, I'll tell you. It's the Boston Massacre, Okay. Uh, they have him listed as occupation of dock worker, although that's that could be speculative too, but it is what it is in that one. Here's the issue here. Um, all account records, so we know in the past, um, 
he was at one point a runaway slave. He was born into slavery. Um, then they put an advert out so we can see some evidence of that. So he did try to run away once. Um, he came back. But here's the thing. Uh, he's commonly described as African-American in popular culture. But what it's saying is that two major sources of eyewitness testimony about the massacre didn't refer to addicts as black, um, but they rather referred to him as mulatto and an Indian. So honestly, it, it's kind of tough. So he could be mixed. Um, so we could know that, or maybe he was just light-skinned. But the point is that he's not a full-blooded Native American. And if you look at any of the things there, different accounts portray him differently in it. Uh, so some say he's a mulatto, others say he is an African-American. But point is, he does have inside of him in that one. Uh, not a lot is known on it in terms of his background, his history. Most of the stuff that you get is from the Boston Massacre and his death after. Uh, that's probably pretty typical back in history at the time and just not keeping records correctly of people that were deemed uh, not significant. And that is an absolute travesty when you look at it because individuals like this, then we are lost to time where we have to go through and try to find sources that might be able to say something. But welcome to the horrible stance of history in that one. So uh, Christmas Addicts, why he's famous and why he should be remembered as being famous on this one is that he was the first person to die in the American Revolution, technically. His Boston Massacre really starts it, even though you could claim other skirmishes, conflicts, uh, battles, you know, Battle at Seaton Concord is really the start of it. No, the start of it is the Boston Massacre. That's the time when it starts on that one. Um, so Christmas Addicts is the one to first be killed. So then you have to ask yourself on that one, if we go back and look at it, um, whether he's full-fledged African-American or a mulatto mix, right, whatever you want to call it, it's still the point is that this is an individual who, by all means account, was a slave at some point, whether he had freedom later on, he still was not, he was still in that mix, if you will that category that we probably wouldn't assume would be on the front lines. So we have to ask yourself, why was he there? Why was he there? Because he was probably joining the movement. That's why. I don't think he just randomly, I don't think Christmas just wandered in to the square and all of a sudden, oh, there's the Boston Massacre. I think I'll just see what's going on and walk in the middle of it and be the first martyr of the American Revolution, right? So he was there for a purpose. So that should go to show that this is not a movement at this time just exclusively for one type of people. This is a movement for everyone here trying to go against this colonization, if you will, in that one. So that already kind of changes the historical narrative for us in that one. Here's my frustration, though. And it's a big frustration, I'll be honest. When you look at, and give yourself a time, go ahead and Google uh, any of the images, type in Boston Massacre, and if you do Boston Massacre, all the paintings will come up. But in particular, if you type in the engraving Boston Massacre by Paul Revere, um, what you're going to see is you're going to see many different paintings and depictions of the Boston Massacre, okay? Some of them definitely show... It's, you know, you think about it, it's propaganda on some of it. A lot of them show the British as being the aggressors, as being the ones that are clearly the evil here. They have the mean faces, they're pointing the guns, you know, it, it's clear. And then even some of the paintings have where the colonists have their hands up. Um, they're very much in retreat, quote, if you will. So you get a different vibe in all of them. Um, also, Paul Revere had two engravings that he did. 
Uh, and he did them a couple years apart in that one. So it kind of changed the narrative of what it looks like. Uh, some of them are very gory. You show the blood everywhere, so that kind of shows the bullets. Other ones, you just kind of see the colonists lane. But the point is that this is where you want to see. The frustrating part is that only a few of them have Christmas addicts in it. So Paul Revere's initial engraving that he did of the Boston Massacre, when you look at it, and please do this, look at it and investigate for yourself. There is no Christmas addicts there in terms of what we would see in that one. Whether we identify Christmas as African-American or mulatto, there is clearly no signatory there that shows a difference in that. So then you have to ask yourself, why Paul Revere, someone who is definitely pretty famous in folklore of American revolution history, if you will, why did he omit Christmas addicts, right? If all the accounts show he's there, and he did his due diligence to depict the scene correctly, why omit Christmas addicts, right? Is there a problem with having a former slave, current slave, as being part of the revolution? Does that change it, right? Think about it. So I wonder in that one when I look at it, because uh, it's very strange being the gentleman who you would think is the first martyr of the American Revolution is not depicted in many major engravings is a cause for concern to me. And then when we do find the engravings that have Christmas addicts finally put in later in the 1800s, we see um, Christmas is very much at the center of the painting there. And you can tell he's being the first one killed and the other ones behind him are kind of coming into it and they're revolting towards the British. So in a way, Christmas is kind of being depicted here as the one that's starting it. He's just not, like we said, the bystander that walks by, boom, gets shot, he's done. It's very much Christmas in this portrayal here is part of the action in a big sense on that one. So then you really have to ask yourself, again, why is Crispus Attucks not the flagship then of the American Revolution? Because we like in American history, we like to get behind people. We like to um, immortalize. We like to idolize individuals, right? Just look at our founding fathers. That's what we do in it. Why then is Crispus Attucks not on par with those individuals at it? And I'm sure historians are going to rebuff with me. Well, you know, Christmas addicts in the general scheme of things didn't do a lot compared to Thomas Jefferson. Okay, um, if we're going off that argument, sure, I'll buy that. However, willing to sacrifice your life for a cause, no matter if you've been doing it for 30 years or you've been doing it for two months or you've been doing it for 30 minutes, is still the concept of martyrdom, of sacrificing yourself for something bigger and better. So is that not in and of itself what American patriotism is really all about? So again, regardless if you've done it for one minute or a thousand minutes, it doesn't matter. It's still the creed of it. So therefore, Crispus Attucks should be recognized as a massive hero, right? And even along the lines, even further, Crispus Attucks, no matter if he was a former slave or not, his life was still not probably what your normal Bostonian was. I definitely can put my scholastic ability on it to say that Christmas Addicts had a secondary life compared to most Bostonians. He probably had many privileges that were revoked um, and probably was treated differently. We know that just from historical accounts that times were different for people of color. So the fact that Crispus Attucks was willing to get himself involved when even probably living in a society that wasn't totally equal for him shows the importance of what people like Crispus Attucks did. So for me, that makes Crispus Attucks the prime 
historical figure for the start of the American Revolution in terms of binding together what it is to be American, right? So the fact that we don't have Christmas addicts flying everywhere, we don't have his face portrayed, because again, in America, we like icons, we like these leaders, we like to immortalize them, which, hey, fine with me. Why then is Christmas Addicts not immortalized in that sense? And really think about it, because obviously there are many other people, but when you want to look at it, there is no greater person, honestly, in America, if we say we are the most diverse society in the world, we are the most multicultured and whatnot moving forward, is not Christmas Addicts the whole reason then for us saying that? The fact that you have someone of color that is not, quote, part of the majority being the first martyr to the American Revolution says everything about America. And the fact that we are not flagshipping that and showing that is a cause for concern for me in that one, right? Because we're erasing the history of our diversity in that. And again, to me, it just sells something so much that we know Christmas had a different life style and he was willing to commit to a cause. That's incredible to me. And that's something that we should have as a national hero going forward. Look at it. Look at the paintings. Tell yourself, ask yourself what you think about those. Why are they so different, right? Why do people have so many different accounts of a very famous scene in American history? And then how are we going to finally give credence to these individuals that did give us so much, especially in our early foundation of American history? Okay, who's with me now? March 5th, is it going to be Christmas Addicts Day or not? Uh, yes, I know it's the day of the Boston Massacre, but hey, are, are you with me now? Let's do this. Let's put it in. Christmas Addicts Day is March 5th. Hey, look, I hope you thought about yourself and that one and why we give recognition to certain individuals and not going forward. We really got to take a look at it. There are so many people in American history that are unsung, right? They're the unsung heroes that did stuff that we just don't immortalize for whatever reason, right? Um, many people today will say racist epitones. Others will say they were not as big of winners, so they were forgotten in history. Well, you know what? Regardless of what the cause is, it is our job today to make sure we rectify that and give them the proper respect that they deserve, especially when we're talking about patriotism. Every patriot deserves to have the honor and recognition because they sacrifice for so much. Hey, good stuff. Play the music on the way it out. We will see you later.